Hey, babe, welcome to this really, really cool episode with Kim Doolin Leto. Hope and Struggle. This is Mindy Lawhorn of Haven't Got a Chance to Meet You. I'm the creator of this podcast, and God prompted me to begin this podcast along with a little ministry called Hope and Struggle that's grown and developed into a thing we now know as The Bible Babes. You can find us at thebiblebabes.com, but essentially, Hope and Struggle and The Babes have come together to be a ministry, to be a community, to be an assistance, a help, and just to give hope and encouragement, and above all, godly truth. I started all of this just because God has brought me through so many hardships. And I don't necessarily feel that like, oh, I'm different. I have so many hardships. But that through everything and being even in the middle of like big time struggle, God still showed me His goodness. He still kind of helped my perspective with this unbelievable silver lining. And I kept thinking that I don't think that's because I did that. I think it's because God has allowed me just to see things differently and to find really ridiculous humor, even in some of the hardest positions in life. But all that has done is blessed me and helped me through them. Today, I get to share a little bit more about my story, which I may or may not have shared shared with you up until this point with a friend of mine named Kim Doolin Leto. Kim is an amazing wife and mom, fitness person, and someone that just has a heart for godly truth, godly truth within our bodies, godly truth within the way we eat and how we exercise and how we take care of ourselves, because that is so important to not only who we are, but the choices we make. Kim talks a little bit in her book just about the importance of nutrition, about the importance of exercise. And I mean, hello, I'm a fitness person. I've been in fitness since I was 16 years old. And she has connected that kind of weird world to where many Christian people think if you're in fitness, it's about, you know, vanity and how you look and, you know, how sensual you are. And and while that's completely untrue, I know that it can be. But she's brought it into, what does God want for us? Yes, the cool thing that I like about Kim, speaking from friends, she's a glammy girl. She loves hair and makeup and all that good stuff. But she got very, very into fitness, like to where it started really messing with her head and her heart. She's been on the cover of many magazines. She's done many fitness competitions. And the cool part about her is even back then, she had this heart to work and try. And I mean, she was like, 30 years old before she ever really got into fitness and tumbling of all things, but she really wanted to do it. And then when she realized, you know what, this can be so unhealthy, but what if we just turn the wheel back to Jesus and back to why we're doing this in the first place, this could be a very helpful thing for women, not only to be healthy, but to clean out our hearts and our minds too, and do this for the right reason. Kim has changed her direction with fitness and brought it right to the feet of Jesus where it should be. And that is her heart to help women with fitness. We had the great pleasure of not only doing a podcast together, but my friend and also her friend, Shalene Johnson, who has helped us start our businesses and and grow our businesses, was on a podcast and just simply mentioned to her, you need to probably check out my friend Mindy. Y'all have a lot in common. And you guys, that's just the goodness of God. Yes, 
Shalene was gracious enough to be kind to me. But y'all, God works through people. He works through situations like that. And that is how I got connected with Kim. And I'm just so, so, so thankful that I had. So this podcast is not only a little bit about Kim, but she interviewed me. And I really get to update you on what God's done most recently with Lee's passing. God is still good, you guys. He is still good. And regardless of what's going on in your life, we can give thanks. I know you don't feel like giving thanks, but 1 Thessalonians 5.8 says, give thanks. Whatever happens, that is what God wants for you in Christ Jesus. It's interesting how that can become a habit. Jesus, I don't know what's going on, but I thank you. You're here. You're real. You're never going to leave us or forsake us. Thank you. I pray that this podcast blesses you. I pray that it connects all the dots to all the things that I just shared with you. And will you please follow Kim? Kim Doolin Leto. She's on Instagram. She has her own podcast. She is someone that you want to follow. If you find her on Instagram, you're going to find everything else about her. We are so thankful that she's part of the Hope and Struggle team, part of the Hope and Struggle family. And she is an honorary Bible babe because that girl lives it and walks it out every day. Let's get to the podcast. Well, hey there, Fit Sisters in Christ. Have you ever been through something so hard your faith was tested and you didn't know if you would ever be the same again? Maybe today you're going through the struggle to get healthy and feel it's possible, or maybe it's infidelity or a divorce or even the loss of a loved one. Today, we're going to find hope in the struggle and talk to someone who knows all about these things. Before I dive in, though, I have to share some exciting news. God has opened a door Fit Sisters in Christ. Guess what? Drum roll. My faith-inspired transformation fit workout series is now streaming on Pure Flix. If you don't know what Pure Flix is, it's like Christian Netflix, and it is full of godly entertainment for the whole family. I'll put the link in the show notes. Right now, you can get a free seven-day trial. If you're not already already a member, I want you to check it out. I highly recommend it. Sign up for the trial and start working out with me now. I've got three workouts up there. They're beginning, intermediate, and advanced, and there's something for everyone, even for the whole family. Can't wait to see you there. I want to know what you think about it. Let me know, okay? All right, back to our episode. So what do we do? when we failed on a fitness plan or what feels like for what feels like the hundredth time what do we do when the unthinkable happens how do we heal our hearts when they are scarred by pain today we will get an inside view of how to pick up the pieces and move forward if you're hurting if you are hurting today friend if you're struggling and you need hope and healing you are in the right place. Mindy Lawhorn joins me, and we pray this episode lifts the burdens, gets you standing on a firm foundation, and renews your hope in Christ. You know he's the only one who can sustain you when the unimaginable happens. Mindy Lawhorn beautifully embodies this phrase, fitness is her witness. She has been teaching fitness classes for over 21 years, sisters. She has been in 30 fitness videos, but her story didn't start that way. Growing up with the nickname Cece, which stood for chubby cheeks, Mindy knows what it's like to struggle with weight and labels, but there is so much more. She is no stranger to the trials life brings. 
She's walked through a divorce. She's done the single parenting route. She's been buried in and climbed out of debt. She's been remarried, lived through her husband Lee's cancer and his passing. God has shaped Mindy through her struggles, and she believes in putting each trial of her life for his purposes to use and to glorify him. Mindy has two beautiful boys, two scruffy dogs, and loves working with others for fitness through fitness just to show them who Christ is, to love them back to health, whether it's with their finances or with fitness, this girl knows what she's talking about. Mindy, welcome to the Strong Confident His podcast. Thank you. I am so happy to be here. I listened to that bio, Mindy. Okay, friends, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Mindy and I don't really know each other very well. Shalene Johnson mentioned Mindy in our podcast episode afterward when we were chatting. She's like, you've got to call my friend. You guys have got to connect. You are like total sisters in the Lord. So I reached out to Mindy and I just had a cancellation in a podcast episode. And Mindy was, I, we got her, we got her on today, very last minute. And I don't even know her whole story. So, so much of this is going to be um, new to me too, but from what I know, like I know the bullet point version of her story, but today we get to hear her heart and I know mountains of hopelessness are going to be moved for people right now for Jesus. So Mindy, I am so excited that you're here. Oh my gosh. I cannot tell you like, this has been a breath of fresh air ever since we talked. I've been excited since you asked me. I know. And you know what, when I think of you, I just, like I was, I was praying about this and I just thought, you know, when you, that, you know, that quote that's out there, it's like, you, when you look at someone, you never know what they're going through. So be right. kind. Right. right. You never know their story. Right. Or their background or why they're doing what they are. We just always judge things based on our knowledge and our experience. And it's just not always like that. And it does not tell the whole picture. Okay, before we dive in, I want to invite Jesus in this space. So hold on. Let me pray real quick. Dear God, Mindy and I invite you to make this your time. This is your time, Lord. Our hope is that you bring to mind the words you want us to share, to use all that you've done in our lives. We want to show our fit sisters in Christ that through you, they can overcome any struggle and tragedy that life brings, the ones that bring us to our knees. Some of us have been broken and devastated, and we live with pain that we don't have to because of you. Help this time heal our hearts to live for you, Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Mindy, you have overcome so much through Christ. I'm just speechless. Okay, so I want to start off with something in the grand scheme of things that's a little light, a little on the lighter side. Let's start with fitness. Tell us how God worked in you and took you from the not so nice label CC to being a powerhouse fitness and even business coach on a mission to help people for Jesus for a living. Oh my gosh. I I love talking about this because it's super, super funny. I grew up in the house of seven people. I'm the last of five kids and I was just bigger than all my sisters. And I mean, taller, everything. And I did struggle with weight. My dad was a really big guy, kind of on the genetic side of, you know, naturally his family. And I just grew up chubby and they called me CC, but it was cute. But all my sisters were, you know, pretty and athletic and everyone liked them. And I just remember not liking, you know, how that felt, but I always knew that Christ was real. I always talked to him. I knew that I was good because he had made me good and he had made me. I was his daughter, but I needed to kind of connect some of my choices into 
the discipline that I knew he was calling me to. So high school time frame, I got really tired of being overweight and I knew I could eat better. I knew I could work, work out or start learning more about working out. So my story truly began probably my junior year in high school. I literally had a Walkman and I had a cassette and like, we're not talking numbers and years of how old we are here, Kim, but just think about that time frame. <laughs> and I just know that when I would listen to the cassette, flip it over and listen to the other side, I would have gone about 45 minutes on a really fast brick walk, a brisk walk, kind of like a nerdy mall walker, and that I would have hit about three miles. Like I could kick it walking, but I was overweight, you know, not super athletic. And I just thought, you know, if, if it, God, just do your will with this, just help me. I'm trying. I know that I can become healthier with your help. Just get me started. And, and that's how I got started. I, I loved feeling good. And then I always kind of had a louder personality. You know, I'm the last of five kids. My family was very physical. And I mean that in the best of ways, as in like we wrestled and it's just how, how it was. And so I thought, how in the world, God, are you going to utilize all of these characters and all these ways you've made me for your glory? Because it's not like anyone I see around me. And getting into fitness, I realized, you know what? Instructors, they're like that's part of the job requirement. You have to be, you know, you have to have a lot of energy. You have to be able to move to the beat of the music. You have to be able to be in, you know, inspiring and, and kind of be loud. And I thought I should probably maybe teach aerobics. And so I started teaching, you know, right when I started college and that's kind of where it all began. I found number one, I had a knack for it. Number two, I love, love people. Number three, I love seeing their smiling faces and I love the eclectic community that would come to classes. I mean, it's not all the same type of people. And even though we may have not had anything else in common, we did have one thing. We were at the same class, at the same gym, at the same time, doing the same workout. So it's like it connected us. And I loved that connection. Um, I you just, know what I love about what you're saying is that I watched a video and in that video, Mindy, you said something you said, I was so like happy because they said at this workout class, like you don't have to be an athlete. So when I yeah, listen yeah. to what you're saying, okay, there's so many people listening right now that are like, oh, I have to do this specific workout or I have to be athletic. Mm -hmm. But what I'm hearing, what you're saying and what I want our listeners to, to hear through your heart is that God used he uses everything. He doesn't make a mistake. When you were growing up in a family and you were feeling like you didn't fit in, he was preparing you to stand out. He was preparing you to be that person in other people's lives where they could look at you and go, wait a minute, she knows what it feels like to be me and she did it. And that is the message of hope of, of Jesus and fitness. And people may not even see that right away when they, you know, they, they walk into a class and they see this beautiful woman there who looks fit, they don't see all of that. And I think that is a really overarching message that I'm feeling God wants us to share today is that when you see someone, friends, do not think you know their whole story. We are all struggling with a hurt that only Jesus can heal. So Mindy is making like, I mean, think about this woman, like I've just seen her on, I, I know her from the amazing Shalene Johnson, and I've seen her videos, but this is someone who started overweight. This is someone who started, 
you know, knowing Jesus, but she wasn't athletic and she has turned into like someone who's in a ton of videos. She does it for a living. And I love how God uses the things that we think are our flaws to be his greatest strength. Yes. Well, and he works through that. That's where he's the strongest. And what was so cool about, I mean, what you're saying in my real life experience is that I, I think forever I thought if you weren't great at volleyball and basketball and tracked it, there's no way you could be a fitness person or you could be in fitness. And that's just, nothing's farther from the truth. Fitness doesn't have to do with that. It has to do with a will. One of the best things I ever read, it was just a statement and it was God, of course, showing it to me, but it said that, you know, will is stronger than talent. And then right at, under that, it said, remember talent's overrated. And it's like, I had to like get my head wrapped around. I'm like, God, what do you want me to see through like this quote? And I think what he wanted me to see that I feel like I'm supposed to share right now is that it's not about our natural skills. It's actually about where we're willing to allow him to work. And that's through our struggles. And that's through where we're not good and where we're going to be uncomfortable. And oh my gosh, the amazing things that God has done through that. I mean, I'm not, you think like, oh, well, that person is typically, she's going to do this. He's going to do that. Oh, I'm so not that girl. But God made it into that because it was, I just feel so much more about other things than it was about body and athleticism and look at me, look at me, look at me. It was about real life. Y'all, we've got to work out. It's for so many good reasons and it doesn't have to be just that typical stereotype. Oh my gosh. Okay. So as you're talking, this is funny, you guys. Okay. So Mindy and I, like we're inviting you to hang out with us and we're just getting to know each other. And I love it because <laughs> all you have to know is that you love Jesus and your sisters, right? right? And then we're layering on fitness. And as you're talking, Mindy, I don't know if you know this about my story, but I competed in fitness in my thirties and forties and I didn't know it. I didn't grow up with gymnastics. I, I did it a little bit when I was very young, but I never had like, I could never do the skills that I learned. I was, I wasn't, my parents had five kids. I was the oldest. You were the youngest. Um, Mm -hmm. I was the oldest of five kids. And so learning, I always watched these fitness competitions on TV and I never cared anything about the bathing suit round. I just loved the idea of putting together this like routine of dancing, which I didn't know how to do and gymnastics, which I didn't know how to do and strength moves that I didn't know how to do and flexibility that I didn't have. And I would write scriptures all over and sew them into my costumes, write them all over my props. And God used all of that to show me that Mm. in him, you can pretty much accomplish anything. With Mm -hmm. prayer and hard work, you can accomplish the things that you think you can't, right? You you totally can. And a really cool thing about that is that that's part of God weaving together our story that will ultimately give him glory and be for the good of others. So that was part of your story. I mean, like, yeah, that's how people maybe began knowing you, but that's the foundation he wanted to create in you so that you could move forward and do like what you're doing now and then what you're going to get to do, you know, in the near future. I love it so much. I do too. And you know what I think that's so interesting is that God was always showing me that it was so interesting to me, Mindy, because I never really cared about the bathing suit round. I never really cared about trying to look like I thought I was supposed to look. I cared about like the athleticism because I wasn't athletic. I mean, I became athletic because I strengthened my body, but I did not start that way. And right now, girl, if we were in a hip hop class, I would be going <laughs> left when everyone was going right. Like I am not a tech, I don't have any training. So I just had to like show up and, and be like, okay, Lord, I, I can do, 
I can make this look good. It doesn't have to be perfect, (laughs) but oh my gosh, it's just so funny how he's changing us. And I really want our sisters to know that there is a workout out there. There is a way that God has planned for you to move your body that you, you know, if you like to dance, if you want to play tennis, like whatever it is, God has some crazy, awesome movement out there that you are just going to look forward to. And you are going to be like made new when it's done. Right. A hundred percent. And I love that because there is something for everyone. It's going to be something you're just drawn to or that you kind of get, you just get joy from. Mine was, yes, dancing. And I'm not that great of a dancer, but you know, it evolved into turbo kick. So teaching went into turbo kick and, you know, I didn't know who Shaleen was. I just knew that that was like a really fun kickboxing slash kind of dancey workout. And you had to Mm -hmm. move to the beat of the music, which that is one thing God did give me was the ability to learn music and play music. And I can move to the beat. And when I like had had my first son. So fast forward with my story, went into fitness, ended up getting a degree in kinesiology, literally because it was the only thing I was interested in. Let me just be clear. Again, I'm the an athletic kind of girl. I was in band for the love of Pete. And so it was one of, it was one of those things that I'm like, this is the only thing I want to do, dad. And I remember my dad, you know, God rest his soul. I adore him. He's the funniest, coolest, jolliest man. But he said, Mindy, there'll never be a future in fitness. And what he meant simply by that was, you know, you won't be able to like sustain a life. It's not going to be any money in fitness. And I remember at that moment, that was one of the few times I ever disagreed with him. And I just said, dad, I love you and I trust you, but I, I really see a future with this. And he was like, well, all right, Mindy, it's your future, you and God. And I remember that conversation, almost one of those like lines in the sand where God was like, well, well hold on. You know, if someone tells you you can't, I mean, do you, do you settle? Do you settle with that answer or their opinion? And as much as I loved and trusted my dad, God had already told me there is a future in fitness. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I knew enough about that. So I, I was in classes. Uh, I started teaching all the time. I had gotten married. Um, I I don't know, three years later, had my first son, Andrew, and I had gained about 70 pounds. I mean, lovely and juicy. I was lovely and juicy. And I would like teach classes. I taught up until his due date. But after I- Lovely and juicy. Hold on. I I just, you're so cute. You're like, let's just be real here. I was not at my greatest, but you were, I mean, but look at you. When you have the joy of the Lord in you, it's like, I'm just going to show up in my, you know, in my Jesus here glam here. I've, I've got this. I'm going to rock this class out and it'll come off. Well, and I knew that wasn't where I was going to stay. I right. just knew it wasn't. Was And so after figuring out, okay, I've had him. I am you know, love this baby. I've got to lose weight is when I really got into turbo kick, which takes me kind of to the next kind of scenario or the next season I had not only lost the 70, I lost about 10 more pounds and I absolutely loved it. Like it was my jam. I knew every round I had all the clothing. I mean, I was trying to get everybody else to buy the clothing. It was just my thing. So like talking about the workout that's right for you, you just have to be willing to go dig and try. And there's so many out there now. So that was mine. Like that was the one yes. that I was so excited to, to go do. And I love that. Okay. So you mentioned something that is key. And I want to visit this. You lost your dad and your best friend in the same year, right? Uh, No, I lost my dad when he was 58. So my son, Andrew, was two. And I don't ever want this to sound like a wah-wah, but I lost my dad when Andrew was two. He's now 18. Um, And then fast forward in 2016, I mean, my sister, who was my best friend, passed away in a, a car wreck. 
car accident. Oh my and goodness. It was, that was the shock of my life, honestly. And, you know, we will fast forward to Lee, but um, I, I just, I just know that God has purpose in everything. I trust him far, far beyond my need to understand. You know, I love my dad. I'll always miss him. He was fantastic. And he was such a great foundation for our family. My sister Renata, I don't know other than God has a plan. May and, I ask um, you how your father passed away? My father, which is one of the reasons I got so into fitness, my dad's whole family had a, just a super history of illness. And um, they all had di- type 2 diabetes. Um, they all smoked. They all had congestive heart failure. Um, they had all kinds of things. And so my dad, as wonderful as a man as he was, he was very stuck in the idea that he wasn't athletic. So therefore he shouldn't work out. And he like, you know, he hated to work out. That was just kind of how he was. And um, he had a stroke. And at that point, when he had the stroke, he had so at 58, let's think about that. Um, at so, with so many things going on, he, he couldn't recover. I can't and believe it, the it, parallels in our story. You know, I don't know if you know this, but my dad is the whole reason that I got into fitness and he had a stroke at 47. What? Yes. Oh, See, Shalene knew what she was doing when she put us together because God doesn't make mistakes. Like God no, knew. I mean, our stories are so, yeah, I, I was 30 when my dad was 47 and I will never forget my dad looked like the epitome of health. I mean, he was so handsome and so he looked fit, but he had smoked all his life and he did not eat well and he never worked out and he literally did everything wrong. He like held his breath on exertion instead of exhaling on exertion. He worked, he (laughs) had a construction company, like he did everything wrong. And I just, he is the catalyst that got me involved in fitness. And then he died at 61 and my brother had to give him a kidney. I mean, he had a heart attack during that. Uh, looking at my family genetics, it's all, it's, there's so much cancer, so much, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just diabetes, heart disease, just everything. And I just said, Lord Jesus, please, like, if there's anything I can do, help me draw a line in the sand and be the best me for you. Like, I, I just want to, especially being as a parent, I want to be a role model for my daughter. I, I don't want to, I want to be healthy for her and not in a obsessive way at all, Mm -hmm. but in a way that teaches her to honor God in her body. Sure. Well, and it's a stewardship. It's all stewardship. And I've Mm -hmm. talked to my boys about it. You know, they're blue in their face. Lee and I were eye to eye, thank God, but it's not about being thin or it's about health. And that is what we're supposed to, that's the right thing to do with God. We're doing keeping up kind of our end of the bargain. When we feel better, we do better. It's a fact. When we feel better, we speak to more people. We're, when we have more energy and we have more focus, we accomplish more things that God wants us to. It, it is just a fact. I so know. Absolutely. You're, oh my gosh. You're that's so right. Okay. Crazy about our parents. Okay. So I like literally, I've been nervous to even ask you this because I can barely find the words here. Lee was the love of your life and he got cancer. Yeah. And so let me just, ca- let, let me just catch that up. Cause this is a really great part. Cause it's a funny God story, a really cool God story, but the Andrew's dad, which is my first son, he just kind of left and wanted to do other things. I was a single mom and went to a funeral in my hometown, not wanting to go. And I saw a very tall, handsome man who I would always say he kept staring at me, you know, and he well, always you're said beautiful. I kept staring at him. Well, the joke was I was staring at him is what he would tell everyone else. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I not stare at you. So I no, he was that. super <laughs> he was awesome. I mean, absolutely so funny and awesome, but that's how we met. And to me, 
you know, people kind of kept trying to set me up with people. And I'm like, no, stop, please. I don't want to date. I do not want to date. But when I met him, I'm like, okay, I could see God doing this because you know, it was just so weird and random and unexpected. And I was not looking. And so we, we met and within a few, you know, like a day later, we went to lunch and he told me, I think something's happening, but I need you to know I have cancer. And I don't know why, but when he told me, Kim, I just was like, okay. I, I didn't go, oh God, oh great, he's messed up. All I thought was, okay. You know, I had a man that broke my heart and was messed up in his his heart. Okay, and so hold on. I want you to press pause because I really do want to ask you about that too. So let's talk, I want to talk about Lee, but let's not forget to talk about I know there's, I, I just have so many women that reach out to me and tell me, look, I was cheated on. I've been lied to. Mm-hmm. How do I yeah. ever trust again? How do I mm. feel secure? And I know the enemy just loves that. And I oh, want people to get it. past that today. So I just, okay. So like, I'm literally shaking talking about Lee because the, I, I, let's go back to Lee, but we, we, we have to revisit that because God renewed we your heart. We might need to do a two-parter. A two Okay. So let's like in regard to Lee, like yes. you heard I have cancer and mm-hmm. by the grace of God, he was just like, I feel like God was just like, I don't even know you enough to say this, but I feel like God was just gave you this peace because God knew yeah. that you would rather feel real love for that, however well, much time. The, that is the best way to say it because I did everything in my first marriage, everything and it. I still wasn't good enough. And I look at this man and I already could just tell there was a difference about his spirit. I knew he loved Jesus. I, I feel like the Holy Spirit can recognize the Holy Spirit sometimes. You know what I mean? And there's just a, a, a softer connection. I felt trust in him. I just knew it. Plus, I had been praying my eyes out like, God, if you want this to happen, you're going to have to do it. I was so hurt, you know, in what had happened. And so in that conversation, God had given me a peace. And I just, we started talking and it <laughs> went from there. And how long were you and Lee together? Lee and I were together almost 15 years. He lived in North Carolina. We had that little discussion. He kept coming and visiting. Hey, he kept trying to get me to visit him. And I'm like, I'm not leaving Texas, brother. I have a son son here. Don't mess with Texas. (laughs) Don't you mess mess with Texas. But I'm not. And he was like, no, I was born in Texas and I want to come back. And I'm like, well, bring it. And so like within six months, he drove up, got an apartment. We dated. Uh, you know, met, let Andrew meet him. And then about, I don't know, eight months after that, we got married. We were married for 14 years. So 14 years. Yeah. Which I okay. still feel married, Kim. I have to be honest. I do not feel like a widow. And I can't even stand that word, to be honest. I don't feel single. I still feel married. And it's so weird with a death because you have all that love still. It just kind of has nowhere to go, if that makes sense. But Okay. So I know people are thinking, okay, wait a minute. When, okay. So Lee had cancer and then he passed away when? Passed away December of 2019. So it's been a year and two months, I guess. Oh my gosh. I'm going to be praying for you. I'm going to write your name in my prayer journal because I, I have no words. Like well, I, and it, it's so weird even saying it out loud. Like, I know it's my life and I live it and I write and I pray and I'm like talking to you. I'm like, God, I wish I wasn't talking about myself right now. But it is, you know, God did it for whatever reason. So you, because God is using it, he's like, okay, so he, you created hope. Did you create hope in the struggle for, because of this? No, I created, created hope and struggle from before, just because of all the cool stuff that was struggle that God had brought me through, just like the death of my dad and being overweight and being a single mom and, you know, getting divorced. That's kind of where that began. 
and hope and struggle evolved into, you know, kind of something else that, that I have a, a little women's ministry now, but hope and struggle was, I want to give encouragement. I want to share with these ladies, the really cool perspective that God's given me about all of these quote unquote shortcomings and failures, but they're not, they're things that God used and he continues to use. But you know what happens is so many of us get to a place, Mindy, where we're like, this is the end of me and we die in our mind Mm -hmm. and the devil just throws a party and he's like, I got her because her husband cheated on her or she feels ugly because she fails on her diet program or so-and-so, you know, is rejecting her or her husband passed away. And like, we come to these life events and God can either use it. God, we can let God use it or we can let it break us. And today I just feel like God wants us, you and I, I knew he wanted us to come together. That's why I was like, I, I had this moment and I'm like, yes, let's get you on here right away. Because in this new year, Right now, at the time of recording, we're just a week into January 2021, and with so much going on in the world, I feel like your message and this this whole talk is so important because people are stuck, and God doesn't want you stuck. He doesn't want you to stay where you're stuck. Don't get stuck in your story. Get out of that story that you're telling yourself, and that is the hope that we have in Jesus. So I... I'm going to be, I'm going to commit and I want to ask anyone listening, let's pray for Mindy about the loss of her husband just a year ago. I mean, here she is bringing us hope and encouragement, but let's pray for her because wow. I mean, I just like, I'm, I'm literally, I'm shaking and I think it's the Holy Spirit in me because the pain is unimaginable. And you are a warrior lady to be here. You literally are strong, confident, his standing up, going, I've got this in Jesus. I might not have my strongest moments, but I've got this in Jesus. And that's all I'm hearing from you. Well, and it's right. And what's so interesting about God's timing, I'm just like sitting here praising him quietly. Like I'm going to try not to cry, but last year was the worst of worst. It was so utterly sad. And then as soon as the kids got back in school and we were starting to live, you know, then we all had to come home because of COVID. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I kept watching everything go down and everyone, you know, we all had our our own things and our own stories. And many of us, you know, lost people, but I'm like this plus this God, you know, this, I mean, I, there's only one place I could go and it wasn't going to be to food or alcohol or, or Amazon. Although I did kill some Amazon last year. Um, (laughs) You know what I I mean? It's like, I just kept going God. And, and, and I I don't like what happened last year, but I also promised myself that of all the times that I can allow myself to like be in the thick of the grieving, it was then. I don't have to be out. I can't teach classes right now. I My son's home at school and my oldest one's home. So I just sat in it. And I think that was one thing that, you know, if I can share with ladies that we've got to do work now so we can have fun later. We have to do work now so we can do what we're supposed to do later. Because I think a lot of us push stuff under the rug because it's painful and it's uncomfortable. And sometimes that's exactly where we're supposed to be is in that hurt and that pain and, and, and that discomfort. But what that does, it, it helps us through it. So I'm by no means okay, Kim, but just th- before we spoke, I was on my sofa crying and I just said, God, I need you. I cannot repeat this year the way I did last year. Show me what I need to do. Give me my energy, my excitement, just my love of people back. I miss Lee desperately, but it, you know, this sounds terrible. He's not coming back. I'll see him later, but he's not going to come back right now. And I know that. But God help me. And like just these little random things. 
got a text from a friend asking me to help her with something like the kind of thing that I love. Um, Shalene called me. She was, oh my gosh, there's this girl. She's y'all will be best friends. And I just want you to know she might be calling you. And then you did or send an email. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. and so, so just those little three things, that's proof that God answered my prayers. And it's also proof that we have to look for the things we pray for, because we'll, we'll find what we're looking for, especially when we seek God, you know, with all of our hearts. So even being, being this early part of this year, I know that this year will not be like last year because God has already been faithful to me, but I have to prove the purpose in what's happened instead of be, you know, overcome by, by what's happened. Oh my goodness. You know, when I was praying before our time, I wrote two things on a piece of paper and it, when you were saying what you were saying, I was like, this is so Jesus. I wrote, don't hide it, heal it with Jesus. And I wrote, don't cover it up, confront it in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we don't, we, you can't, you can only numb yourself with food or alcohol or Amazon or whatever mm-hmm. for so long. But we know that Lee would want you to be and accomplish every single thing that God has planned for you. And you're going to see him very soon. Oh yeah. So, oh my gosh. Okay. So let's, let's leave the Lee conversation. Cause I'm starting to cry. Um, <laughs> let's, I, I just want you to know that I'm going to be praying for you and I'm inviting all of the listeners to pray for you and just love on you. And we're going to hear all about how to get a hold of you and find you. So we can send you lots of love and prayers as soon as Wonderful. Um, when we close out, but Okay. I'm going to go back to something that you overcame. And that is, I want you to just put yourself in the position of the women that are listening right now who have dealt with infidelity, who have been hurt by that and feel less than, or they don't, Mm -hmm. they feel like they can't trust again and feel insecure and how the enemy just loves living in their head and keeping them from the life Christ died to give them. Can you speak to those friends right now, those sisters in Christ that need a word Yes. Um, I get it fully. I've lived it and I understand the pain from it all, but God showed me some very poignant things during that time. And I still stand by them today. Number one, he is our 100% true hope, someone that will never leave us or forsake us. So if we're going to put a hundred percent of anything in anyone, first, it belongs to him. Second, regardless of what's happened to us. Romans 8, 28 tells us over and over again that all things happen for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. And I know you're thinking, why would that be good? But it can be. I think of every underdog story. Think of every underdog story that you've ever watched. I mean, Rudy, Kung Fu Panda for Pete's sakes. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, like, I'm like, such a sucker for the underdog story. I'm like, that's me. Yeah. Like, I so feel it. I've always felt like that, but like, you know, invincible. I mean, oh my gosh, everything you can think of. I don't want for you to be hurt, but think about those stories and what happened with them. But more importantly, what does God use? Look at all the Bibles, all the stories in the Bible. Just use these perfect situations where everybody's gorgeous and perfect and rich and no, there's no trouble. No, every situation he has. Like I just was reminded about Tamar. I'm reading a book, uh, by, oh gosh, what is her name? She writes Christian fiction, but they're all based on real characters. Well, I'll put it in the show notes. 
of Francine Rivers. So sorry, but it's a book called uh, The Line- Lineage of Grace, and it's over five women in the Bible. Long story short, um, I was reading about Tamar, and now I'm on to Rahab. But Tamar, oh my gosh, so I many know. horrible things happened to her. So many. It, it, I, I mean, did a BSF she, study all about Tamar, and I could not believe it. Yes. Oh my God, all the things, all the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I say all that to whatever your story is and how badly you are hurt, God can feel all those hurts and he can push you in an entirely different and better direction. He can set us up for something different. But I will say this wholeheartedly, and I say this out of love and truth, all of the years that I sat focused on myself and and my pity, it thwarted my forward progress. I went backwards. But all the years that I've just sat in God's word, where I found a way to serve others, even when I didn't feel like it, those are the times in the years that God grew me, grew me closer to him. And he made all of my history part of part of his purpose, it made all of my history part of the foundation in which now I can help other people. And you're and doing that like to the max. I mean, I just met you today and I love you. Like, I love your heart. It's so on fire for Jesus. And you're using every single thing, good or bad. You're using it all for the glory of God. Yes. Well, and I think that's what God intends. Oh, yes. I mean, that is a life worth living. A life, it's so funny because when you think about so many people right now are listening, maybe they're like, I want to get fit or I want, they have this, this goal, right? And you're thinking about yourself. Okay. I'm raising my hand here. I used to be this girl. You're thinking about yourself and what should I eat and how do I do it? And what's the trick? And what is this person doing? And you're scrolling your Instagram feed and you're just feeding this monster Yes. instead of thinking, how can I be a blessing to other people? How can I get busy in my life and serve God? And I'm telling you, that is how it all comes together. It you, is. It's you so do amazing. not come together thinking about yourself. The more you think about yourself, it's like, I love Real Talk Kim. She has a saying, yeah. she's like, it's like, a, it's like a turtle stuck in peanut butter. Like you're literally a turtle stuck in peanut butter when you are always on your mind. When you're always on your mind, it's just no place to live. It, I- I just want some more glass. Every time I watch, I'm like, I got to get some better glasses. I've got. Oh my gosh, she just cracks me up. She is just all that and a bag of chips. Okay, if there is one thing you want people, Mindy, to remember from today, what would you want people to take away? It can be one or two things or whatever. Like, what is your, what is your, what is God saying? Like, what is He saying right now for you to share? Your story, the things that have happened to you, where you are right now, it all is teetering around perspective. With a godly perspective, we see hope so and good. a future and reason. With a worldly perspective, we compare. We're not good enough. I'm not tall enough. I don't have enough money. My face looks old. My hair's not as thick as it was. I mean, don't even get me started with that. You know, but th- there, there's a, a choice. Yes, we are a product of our choices. This is true. But think about right now. It's not what happens to us. It's what it's how we think about and what we do with what happens to us. And through God's word, we can see everything so differently. And then that changes our choices. And then our choices will change our future for his glory and the good of others. But what Kim said just a second ago is everything. We don't do it for us, but what comes back around to us is how everything literally comes together. Like all these crazy puzzle pieces and they just shh, start fitting together. And you're like, wow, I did not know that this was even a possibility for me or, you know, 
for us. You know, Mindy, when I think of you, I think of David, and I want to share something. In Psalm 42, 5, he said, why are you in despair, O my soul? And why have you become restless and disturbed within me? Hope in God and wait expectantly for him, for I shall again praise him for the help of his presence. Here, David was feeling depressed, but he resisted it. He didn't let it take over his life or get into a pit of hopelessness. He described how he felt, but he made a decision not to live by his feelings. He praised and he trusted God. So if you are hurting right now, friends, due to loss in your life, or some struggle, I want to tell you there is a new beginning in front of you and to trust and praise God just like David and Mindy did. Can I read Isaiah 43, 19? Please. The first, when I sat down to work this year, which was hello, like what Monday, when I sat down to work and I was like, God, I got to get back. Please give me something. I love you. I'm here. I'm ready to take action. This is the scripture he gave me. So I was reading in a book and it's, uh, it's just like a Jesus today. It was just on my desk. I'm like, well, I'll just open this up. You know, it's God's scripture. It's going to be great. Isaiah 43, 19 says this. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and in streams and streams I'm making in the wasteland. Yep. God is doing a new thing, you guys. He is. He is. Well, we just and- have to be willing for it. I have some scriptures and I'm going to close out that are our faith fuel. It's Mm -hmm. so good. But right now, Mindy, I want you to do two things. I want you to tell people how they can find you. And I want you to pray for us. Oh my God. Thank you so much. First of all, you can find me at MindyLawhorn.com. I am on Instagram at MindyLawhorn. But I also have a thing called The Bible Babes. That's on Instagram, but it's also a website. We've got a lot of free, fun resources with Bible studies and just some really cool connections with the Bible babes, which is essentially a zero drama, zero judgment, kind of glammy, girly, Jesus-loving group uh, with a bunch of girls that just want more Jesus and to have like the boundaries set so that we can be ourselves without anything coming in, you know. Without being judged for our eyelashes. Yeah, gosh. I love Jesus and my eyelashes. Just don't shoot me, okay? (laughs) Right. Listen, the only drama I like is in my lashes and my hair. So for... Sure. And don't get mad at me that I love, yeah, things like that. And if you don't like eyelashes, I love you. It doesn't matter. It's like, let's just love each other for who we are. No legalism, please. And thank you in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. I would would love to pray. Thank you for having me. And just before I pray, can I just say, thank you, Shalene. God has used her to work in my life. Sorry, so many ways. But that's how God works. And he works when we put ourselves out there and we take action. This is proof. Thank you, Kim. And just thank you so much, Shalene. All right, I'll pray. Oh, dear Jesus, you are so good. Thank you for this time. Thank you for just this joy. I just love you, Jesus. And I just ask, Lord, that you will just like send your spirit to everyone listening. I pray that you would let them know how beautiful and wonderful they are because you made them. Let these words be heard in their hearts, not just in their minds, Jesus. Let them try to look for that perspective that they need to change those thoughts into things that can move them forward. It's not what happens to us, God. It's how we respond to what happens to us. And with you, anything is possible. You are creating something new. You say it in your word, Lord. Uh, We have things we need to do. God, you want us to be close to you, but you never move. 
So it's us that goes back and forth. Please draw us near to you and give us the discipline and the desire and the hunger to come to you, to come to your word and to seek more people like Kim and the ladies in this community. Oh, Jesus, I just love you. This is proof that you're real. This is proof that you answer prayers, Jesus. And I just thank you. Thank you for what you've done. I thank you for everything in my life, Jesus, because I know it has a purpose. I love you. Thank you for everything, Jesus. And I lift up Kim to you and everything she does. It's in your beautiful name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. I need to get like some, a whole box of tissue. Okay. Me too. So Mindy, I have this thing called faith fuel and I want to share some scriptures because there are a lot of Christians that are listening. There are a lot of people that are new to Jesus. And I want people to know right now, if you're mourning the loss of somebody, or if you're, if you need to know that God cares, I want to share some scriptures with you. Isaiah 61, three tells us, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. That's you, Mindy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Revelation 21.4 says, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And Isaiah 34, 18 says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Today, with Jesus, whether it's your fitness goals, whether it's infidelity, divorce, death, whatever is your battle, your mountain, your struggle, Jesus is there, friend. So don't hide it from him heal it with him. Don't cover it up, confront it in Christ and move on. Let him use it to bring him glory and you will find happiness and wholeness again. Okay. Stay with me to the end, Mindy. Okay, friends, I am going to close this out. You know, I'm never going to leave you without asking you to get into action because nothing happens without it. And I want you to join my power up challenge. All you have to do is go to my social media right now and tell me how this spoke to you. Go to Facebook, Instagram. Let me know what you thought about this message. How can I pray with you? How can Mindy and I lift you up in prayer? When you do, you're automatically entered into my Power Up Challenge. And every week I pick a winner. You're either going to get a coaching call from me, a copy of the Strong, Confident, His Faith and Fitness Devotional to God Be the Glory is here, my best-selling Christian fitness book, 10 Steps to Your Faith-Inspired Transformation, or a copy of the Fit Workout Series, which I... I'm so blessed to share is now streaming on Pure Flix. If you don't know what Pure Flix is, that's Christian Netflix. If you go to Pure Flix, I'll put the link in the show notes. You can start a free day trial right now and work out with me. Okay, now if this episode, if I know when you were listening, someone need, you someone in your heart pro- like cropped up and you're like, oh my gosh, my friend needs to hear this. Share it with her. Please share it. There are so many people hurting right now, friends. They need to know the hope of Jesus. Please share this with them. And I want to thank you in advance for doing that because I can't spread this message alone and neither can Mindy. I want you friends to remember that in him, you are strong. You are confident. You are his. Until next time, from my heart to yours, God bless you. Mindy, you want to close us out and say goodbye? I'm so happy to be here, you guys. Thank you for listening. Please reach out to us. We would love to pray for you and with you. 
Yes. In Jesus' name, we love you so much. Make this year the year that you move in the mess. Don't stay stuck in the struggle. Jesus loves you. Okay. Bye, friends.